Welcome to Breath of Life Daily Podcast. I'm the host, April D. Bird, and the creator of Bold, Breath of Life Daily Online Journal. There will be rants here, but most importantly, there will be revelations. Thanks for coming along on the journey. Now let's get into it. Good day, Bold family. Welcome and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to share this with you, what I have for you today. So I got the chance to speak with a king's daughter, okay? Lady Felicia, the faith pusher Dobson. She knows who she is. And most importantly, she knows who she is in the faith. It was a pleasure speaking with her. And I honestly believe I was led by the spirit to hear her testimony and have this amazing conversation with her. I hope you enjoy hearing it as much as I did. Until the next podcast, check this out. Peace and blessings and stay to the end. You're going to love it. So I just wanted to, first of all, thank you again so much, Lady Felicia Dobson, the faith pusher. (laughs) for joining me for this testimony interview and like I when I saw you on Clubhouse I'm just gonna go ahead and put it all out there when I like came across your profile online I just like it was really like you have an authentic ministry so I'm just grateful for that I'm grateful for you um allowing God to use you I guess instead of me just talking, I really should actually introduce you. <laughs> so hello for anybody that's watching. My name is April. I am the creator of Breath of Life Daily. And I am talking with Lady Felicia, the faith pusher, Dobson. She is a certified Christian counselor and an awesome woman of God. And so we're just going to be getting some, some of your testimony and just some of how you know your ministries and the and the things that you're doing and the projects that you're working on actually came to be um and so i want to just jump right in there i see um you know that you you coin yourself the faith pusher and you actually run an amazing club on clubhouse called the faith uh-huh. clinic which yeah. i actually love so how did you come about um the faith pusher and also the face the faith um, clinic, give me a little bit of background about that. Ooh, um, so uh, I can't. Let's see, it's 2021. Mm. Some years back, um, Periscope. For mm. anyone who knows about Periscope, yeah. <laughs> we're a- live on Twitter right now too. <laughs> I don't know if it's still Periscope though. <laughs> no, so Periscope is no longer with us mm. as of March of this year, I believe. And so that's where I began going live. Um, I would do Facebook more of in the mornings. And so on Periscope, most people had some type of handle, some type of name that, you know, resonated with people. And so I was like, okay, Lord, you want me to be here? What should I, who should I be known as? Mm. So I went into prayer concerning it because I had changed my name several times on there because it was just like nothing was uh, resonating with me mm. and sh- and me showing up as who I am and who God called me to be to the people that were listening 
And so I had been called coach, prophet, and so on and so forth. And um, one of my prayer partners and former pastors was talking to me. And he was like, you uh, like the dope dealer, but you only deal faith. <laughs> He's like, you constantly pushing faith on people. And it was, that was it. And mm. I don't want to be the, T-H-E, it's so infinite. It's like, that's it, that's all. And I know that I'm so much more than T-H-E. That mm. is, you know, a, limit, a limiting mm. word. The, wow. that's it, that's all, that's all it's going to be mm. for me in my interpretation and processing of words. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, well, I don't, I don't like the faith pusher. And so I looked up that prefix of D-A, and it has a, a meaning where it's all-encompassing. It, mm. There's no limits when it comes to putting D-A in front of a word. And so nice. I was like, oh. Okay, I can see that the faith pusher, and most people think you're saying the anyway when I mm-hmm. say it, right. but it's D A. And so when he gave it to me and I put it up, it was like yes. Everybody was like yes, that's it, that's it, yes. You <laughs> are definitely pushing us constantly um, to level up our faith, to mm. go forth in our faith, to act in faith, to walk by faith. Because I live by faith. I don't know any other way to live but by faith. And so that's how um, that part began. Now, as far as the, the faith clinic on Clubhouse, mm-hmm. um, it had been prophesied to me that, that God was going to bring a platform about do multiple things, many things, uh, as far as ministry, business, and all. And I would be able to use that platform to go forth in him and this was during the pandemic Mm. and so i was like okay i had no idea i was like yeah right but when periscope shut down i was like okay lord what are you about to do oh wow in this social media space and um then when clubhouse came about and it was just for iphone ipad users i was like lord if this is a place you want me to be then I need, I wasn't going to do an iPhone because it's too many steps to do stuff for me. Yeah, it is. And so I said, I'm not changing my phone, but I will take an iPad, right? So I was like, okay, Lord, bless me with an iPad, but I don't want to pay more than this for it. And mm. I want to be able to pay it over time. And when I tell you God brought that thing just like that. Wow. Was, oh, well, there it is. Wow. Use it as a write-off and I'm actually using it now but yeah. he brought the the blessing the provision so i could get on while everybody else was on before uh you know the whole world had access right to a clubhouse and so i was able to get a jump start and that was one of the first clubs that he had me open up he was like there needs to be a faith clinic because people are fainting Mm-hmm. in their faith they are really and they are turning away from the faith period the faith in god faith in ministry faith in pastors faith mm-hmm. in the word of god that it will work for them so on and so forth 
And wow. so I was like, okay, well, let's deal with it, Lord. Let's, let's get it going. Yes, and praise God. I'm so glad that you did because it is fire. It has definitely, I can testify, it has helped build my faith. Even in the room the other night. Um, But I think the room the other night was a different room. I saw that it was Abundant Life Ministry. So our, I know that you are, are a Christian counselor, a certified Christian counselor. So are you um a pastor as well? Do you do yeah. like ministry? Okay. Abundant Life Ministries is the name God gave me over, ooh, over 10, 15 years. It may be 20 years ago. Okay. He said that he was going to call, he had called me to be a pastor in ministry. And so my thing was, Okay, God, if you're calling me to do this, you see the name that you're giving me. You're giving me the scripture, John 10 and 10, mm-hmm. so based in, as the foundation of building the ministry. But God, I got to live the life mm-hmm. that this scripture says. Mm-hmm. So I need you to show me not only how to uh, cut off defeat and destroy all weapons that the enemy is bringing against me to come and steal, kill, and destroy the purpose, plan, and promise you have for my life. But I need to walk in the abundance, and others need to see me walking in and living in the abundance that you promised. Amen. And Amen. I don't, want, I don't want to do it any other way because if I'm because I'm a king's daughter and mm-hmm. a queen in the kingdom, guess what? I need to demonstrate it. I need to exemplify it. I need others to see. You know what? Serving God, you do not have to be looking pauperish. <laughs> you do not have to be looking like you, know, you ain't got no owners and nobody wants you. No, that's not how it works. The blood of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. So yeah, I love that. It's just a kingdom mandate. And so that's awesome. I love that anyway, like abundant life, because abundant life is what we're called to. So it's the abundant life for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And so also, um, and so you're a certified Christian counselor. You are a pastor but where did it all start so how did you realize just personally beyond any of the the certifications and all that beyond the ministry how did you realize personally that it was time to embrace a relationship with god for yourself because it's like god is always with us god is always keeping us god is always there god is our creator but what was that point that you realized? Like, how did you come to Jesus? What was that point that you realized that, okay, it's time for me to embrace this into my life? Like, what was the beginning of that? Oh, my God. You're taking me all the way back. <laughs> so, for me, I'm not like most people, mm-hmm. most young people. I, I'm almost 50, but I'm still young to me. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. you um, but as far back as I can remember as a young girl, God has always been there. It, it mm. Because there was no father in my house. And I tell the, the story of growing up in my grandmother's house and in my house, there was always the big Bible mm. on the front room table. So that standard in my family back then and so you had the big Bible at my grandmother's house. You had the big Bible at my house. So 
me, I was a curious child, like, what this say? That's mm -hmm. how I learned to read. My grandmother had a sixth, ed sixth grade education, but she read that Bible and she knew mm -hmm. what that word of God said. And so because uh, the Bible was before me all the time, no matter where I went, in my house and in my grandmother's house, that forged my relationship with God. And when my mother got tired of me messing with the Bible because you weren't supposed to touch it, and here I am, the only one in the family messing with her Bible, messing with my grandmother's Bible, trying to read this to me, what this say? I need to know what this say. You know, as far back as like five and six years old, wow. as far as I can remember, my mother was like, okay, let me get you something you can read. And I think I still have the Bible to this day. Wow. She bought me a Bible, and you can find it even at Half Price Books and Barnes and Noble. It is a picture Bible. And, but that didn't do it for me because of my, the way my brain works. You got to get that word. <laughs> Listen, I literally took my picture Bible and laid it alongside of the big Bible. So when the scripture was talking about Moses and partner Red Sea, I see the picture, but the picture Bible wasn't telling the full story. So I would switch. Oh, I remember going to the big Bible, finding the scripture, finding the full story and reading the full wow. story. Oh, that's what they're saying. And that's how I began to forge at a young age. And, you know, my grandmother would get up early in the morning because I went to her house um, for up until I was a teenager mm -hmm. before school my, for my mother to go to work. And so my grandmother was at the kitchen table, reading her Bible, listening to probably Billy Graham on the radio or uh, what is the other uh, gentleman name? I can't think of it right now, but uh, <sighs> he's in Texas. Can't think of it, it'll come back. Mm -hmm. um, but listening to those preachers on the radio Mm -hmm. teach the Bible, talk about the word in the 70s, in the 80s, and the 90s, you know. And so I'm like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to get up in the morning, read my word, eat a sandwich, drink some coffee. <laughs> like grandma. Like grandma. And so she she's very instrumental as well in me forging a relationship with God. And mm. that, and then when my mother finally, you know, I remember my mother taking me to church and I say, and if she heard me say this, she'd probably get mad. I don't care. <laughs> but I say she dropped me off. I was a drop baby. She dropped me off at the church. And when she got mad at somebody, she didn't come back, but I kept going. Mm. So she had to comb my hair. And some days she didn't want to comb my hair before it was time. I went. I wanted to be in the house of the Lord. I wanted to serve God. And I wanted to be around those who were genuine, who I felt like were genuine in serving God at that time. And that is the beginning for me. Not saying that I didn't mess up and do some stuff right, wrong. Right, right. Away. Let's Let's get that straight. Right. But that's but, just an awesome beginning to have. Even like actually learning to read with the word of God. Like that's one of the first times that I heard that. And that's just so powerful for me. For me, just hearing that, like actually learning to read with the word of God, that's very powerful. And I love how you were saying like the radio, 
like the media be believers sharing the word on the media that was part of your story as well you know like you mentioned a radio and that's something you know that you and i do like with breath of life daily with the facebook with you even starting clubhouse that is kind of the new wave radio of sorts you know what i'm saying so that was always in you god was setting that up from the beginning that is just yeah. awesome yeah. that's awesome and so what is your test what are and you know from a young age you know you had the word and praise god you had that foundation of the word that being your foundation which i always say that is a privilege that is a privilege i know some people they walk away from the church and you know depending on their experience with it it's like you know, I, I grew up in the church, but I don't have to stay in the church. And, th and that whole mindset. But you are somebody that has been faithful to the church. But and, and even from a young age. But what is your, you know, testimony that you, you, you really, you always had that foundation. But what are some things that you had to overcome? You know, it's like some, some life things that you had to overcome with faith and with that relationship with God. Hmm. Um, if you don't mind sharing. Oh, not a problem. <laughs> I, for me, the first thing that comes to mind for me to have to overcome mm -hmm. was, uh, I would say two things, mm -hmm. maybe three. Um, one is overcoming people pleasing. Mm. Worried about what mama say, worried about what this one say, worried about how this one yes. acts, how that one, all that stuff until uh, somewhere around high school, maybe. Mm. I want to say high school after high school, when mm. finally God was like, so you want to keep pleasing them or you want to mm. please me? Wow. And he took me to the word that is better to please God than mm -hmm. to please men. It's better to put your trust in him than in man. Yeah. And so I was like, what does that look like? How does that feel? You know, like I, I've been doing this. I've been trying to make my mama smile, mm -hmm. make her say congratulations, make her say I'm proud of you, make her say mm -hmm. I love you, make her give me a hug for the accomplishments that I have, you know, done in yeah. this in this short time that I've been on the earth. Right. And he's like, do you not get it? She's not going to. Mm. And then he showed me how the heart of Pharaoh was in his hand. Mm. And there's something God allows and something God creates to get us to stay with him. Wow. To get us in his face. To mm. get us dependent upon him wow and so he's like your mother's heart won't see that because she can't give you mm. something that she didn't get wow. she doesn't know how it looks and she's not going to find it but you won't be that mother mm. and so uh getting being delivered from being healed from those things so that I can move into pleasing God and not men, men or mankind. But, you know, making sure that God is pleased with my service and mm -hmm. he's pleased with um, 
my obedience, the yes. choices that I make. You know, mm-hmm. I, again, I don't always get it right. However, right. Right. my stride is towards that. And then the other thing is part of the reason I am the faith pusher is too, is because overcoming fears. Mm. Um, I can say, uh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, I'm scared of heights. Mind you, we lived kind of high up in our apartments when I was growing up. And so I was afraid of heights. I was always afraid I would fall. I, because of dreams I was having, falling down steps and different things, I was afraid of and so I'm in eighth grade. It's time that I'm born and raised in Chicago. And so we had to go um, and to the Sears Tower. If anybody knows the Sears Tower, it's like 200 plus floors, right? Oh, wow. And so we were going all the way up to the observatory portion. And we, I was like, and I'm saying, I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not going. Well, the teacher found out I was afraid and I didn't hand in my slip. I was like, well, I'll just go to school and sit in another class. So, <laughs> right. Mm-mm. The teacher found out I was afraid. Father uh-huh. and was like, I would really love for her to go so she can conquer this fear. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> that teacher was all up in your business. Listen, you, you back in the day, you, you ain't had no business. What you mean? They knew your mama, your grandmama, your auntie, them, your cousins, them. the village, the village the that we, we need more of. Yes. More the of. village that we need more of. Yeah. yeah. And so my mother was trying to talk to me. I wasn't trying to hear. I don't even remember what she said. I just remember thinking something going to happen. And so. I just remember being on the elevator, like, hold it together, hold it together, hold it together. It's going to be all right. And when I got off the elevator, I slid out and, like, stuck on the wall and just stood there. And it was like, you ain't with no way yet. You all right. And so uh, I don't know if it was a teacher or a student. And they came and was like, what's wrong? Why are you not? looking out the window why are you not looking out the little goggles they got and i was like like why are you talking to me now i don't want to talk to you i, I can't tell you this and so <laughs> i don't know how they got me off that wall but they got me off that wall and i moved from the wall to a little bench and then from the bench i actually look out the window wow. and it was like nothing happened you're still here. You're mm. okay. Wow. It was just all in your mind. Like nothing mm. happened. And mm. from that point on, it was like, oh, that ain't real. You know, I, I could identify certain things that were like not real. And it was just mm. something that I had either created in my mind, wow. picked up from somebody else. And, and I'm going to say this, and I hope this helps somebody. Yeah. I picked something up from my mother. Mm-hmm. I saw her taking pills with like applesauce and other stuff mm-hmm. because 
she said she couldn't take pills. She didn't like swallowing pills. Mm-hmm. So as I got older and it was time for me to take a pill, oh, I can't take pills. I can't swallow pills. I need some applesauce too. Mm. So finally, as I get much older, it's like, why are you doing that? Where you get that from? Who told you that? Like, like God asked Adam and Eve, who told you that? Who said that to you? You know, we need to examine um, what we pick up from other people and then right. carry it as our own or accept right. it or live with it or live in that lifestyle as if it's our own because right. we, can, we will discover if we examine those things that a lot of the fears, hangs up, hang up, anxieties and things that mm-hmm. we have, they really come from other people. Right. Nothing to do with us. You just picked mm-hmm. it up like a piece of luggage. Come on, let me help you carry this. You like picked it up. And you ain't never took it off. Take it off. Yeah. So, I love that lesson. That's a powerful lesson. Like you picked up somebody else's false evidence. And you know, people say fear is false evidence appearing real. And I love it. You say it's it you you realize in that moment that it wasn't real, you know that it wasn't real and the fact that you were going up to a height now i can definitely say that you go up to heights in the spirit realm and it's like <laughs> listen it's like i'm not scared you know what is real and and just knowing that god has you and has your back and is with you um that's the powerful thing so that is that that is pretty powerful that is pretty so now like since you had that experience, are you like now one of those people where you like you'll jump out of a, a plane and you'll do like some adrenaline rush type stuff now? Listen, I just <laughs> one of my one of my good friends, I call her my sister. Yeah. Uh, we were chatting about, you know, stuff she wants to do for her birthday next year, next month. Yeah. And so she was like, I want to go skydiving, but nobody would go with me. I was like, I'll go, I've been <laughs> Listen, once you start crawling, you just start running. You just start flying and taking off. You got, my mother used to say, you got to die from something. Listen, Mm. if I'm going to die, I'm going to die doing something. I I want to do fear and experiencing life and living Mm. life. When when people stand in my presence and my Mm. body is laid out, I already got the order sent out. I am not to be in the front of the church. You is to have church. You can pass by and say goodbye on the way out, but do not put me in the front of the church because I do not want to be the center of attention. At that point, it's about y'all celebrating my life and getting to know Jesus if you don't have him already. So look, if I'm going, I'm going big. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's that's my first time ever hearing that. That's really powerful. I love that. And so, like, I just love that, like, you are okay now with doing the extreme things because it's like, once you conquer that fear, like, it's like you really conquer fear. So that really reminds me of that scripture that says we are more than conquerors. Look, like, you didn't just conquer it. Like, you are willing to go the distance. And so I praise God for that and that. That is awesome. Listen, fear fear is shackles. Mm, Yes. And cuffs. Fear Mm -hmm. is chains. 
fear is walls. You have literally walled yourself in so nothing can get, nothing can touch you. It's yes. a defense mechanism. It's mm. like, I, I don't know the outcome. So let me wall myself in. Let me imprison right. myself right. to belief. And so mm. when once you make yourself free and you get a real taste of freedom, yes. you do not want to be in prison to fear again. You want that peace. You want that joy, that happiness, and that freedom Ooh. to go and do. Not that I don't ever get fear to come upon me or yes. tap me on my shoulder or whisper right. in my ear. It's right. not that. And it's not that sometimes I don't get a, a little paralyzation, right. but I know how to break it. I know how mm -hmm. to come out of it. I know how to call for the intercessors. I Ooh. know how to call for some help. When yes. I help myself when I don't feel the help of the Holy Ghost. I know how to get a team and say, look at here now. It's some issues and some problems. I can't fight by myself. I need some help. Send Michael. Listen, I love that. And that's why I'm so thankful for the platforms that you host. Because that was me the other night. You know full well. Like, that was me the other night. And I was just talking to you about my heart. And, and now it's just awesome that you are one of those intercessors now. So I'm so grateful for all that you're doing. I'm so grateful for that. And so uh, being taking that passion, and I love that you were saying like that fear kind of hems you in just to take a, 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 a quick rabbit trail. You were saying that that fear, it kind of blocks you in. And that kind of made me think like fear, just having that fear for me, I came to realize that can be a bit prideful, you know, just a little bit because that could be bordering on pride because I had to realize that, you know, I used to be scared about death or something bad happening, but I really had to realize that that's not anything that I can control. Like, that is not whatsoever something I can control. And just having that faith, we put our faith and we put our trust in God that God has us, you know? Like, that's a, that's a major part of faith, just trusting God. Just trusting God. And it's amazing how much stuff is relieved when we just trust God and we just put it in God's hands. And so and so I love that. I love that. So thank you for um really sharing that. And and so you talked about your friend wanted to go to um, you know, um uh, skydiving doing all things. What are what are some of the things? It could be in the ministry or or otherwise, what is something that you're really passionate about? Oh, oh my goodness. Um there's many things. Mm -hmm. um, one, seeing people successful. Mm, the but, faith clinic. Yeah. You want to see people whole. Yes. And that, that comes from a place of wanting to see people healed and delivered. Mm. And then comes the wholeness. Mm. Now, wholeness doesn't mean you ain't going to go through nothing else. You're not going to deal with nothing else. But wholeness for me means that at this space and place and time in my yes. life, yes. my relationship with God, my mm -hmm. ear is tuned to him or up to his chest so I can hear his heartbeat, what his desires is for mm -hmm. me. And the healings that I need have taken place in the timing. The deliverance has taken place in his timing. And it's, it, it's allowing me to progress and move forward and to push into the promise. 
because part of the reason why the children of Israel uh, got delayed from the promised land is because they didn't want God as their God. And mm. therefore, God's hands was tied to heal them. And so whole generation had to die off because they didn't want the healing and they didn't want the God that could bring the healing. So when you want the God and what he has and brings with him, that's a whole nother dynamic. That's yeah. a whole nother place. Then he can make you whole. Then he can uh, help you walk in the, into the promises. Then you can experience that abundant life that he has for you without that relationship and without that being in that mindset and in that place that Lord, yes, I want you to heal me. But yeah. some people don't want to get rid of the anger. Right. Some people like the anger. The right. anger is, is a blanket for them. It mm -hmm. keeps them warm and cozy and they think it's protecting them from mm, the nice. cold, cold world when actually it's keeping the blessings and the goodness that God has for them and the people that God has for them to connect to out. So uh, again, if you wall yourself in and cover yourself up, nobody knows who you are, where you are and what you have to offer. So they can't bring you what God has for you if they can't see you or know what place you're in. Wow. That's so true. And like you say, you have to want it. You know, some people, like you say, some people do not want healing. Some people do not want that wholeness. And you really have to want it. Um, I actually shared this morning about, you know, wanting it and, and, and moving from an unstuck place. You know, sharing that it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to break out of those old habits and break out of those old ways. You know, like the devil is a liar. You know, I was talking about, you know, people say like, oh, I've been this way for years or this is just how I am and, and stuff like that. And, and just like being stuck. But it's exactly like you say, you really have to want it. You really have to want it and know for it and know that the healing and everything that you desire is attainable. But we have to break out of that comfort zone. You know, yeah. and, and really get in God's zone. And like you say, have that faith. Have that faith to go up higher and elevate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to always remember that story. Yeah. About the tower. So, and so that's awesome. That is awesome. And so what are, what are some practices um, that you have, like some practices that you have in place that help you um, keep your faith and, you know, help you maintain your faith? Um, some practices that I have is, uh, being open to hear the voice of God, you know, whether it's I'm watching TV, even if I'm doing homework, even if I'm, um, riding in the car with my son, they're teenagers, but mm. they can say something and I'd be like, mm, okay, Lord, that's the answer, huh? <laughs> mm, being open. Yes. You have to be open to the voice of God because he's a still small voice and if you're not paying attention and if you're not in tune to the frequency of his voice mm. you'll miss him so stay mm. in tune and of course one of the ways you stay in tune with his voice is through prayer mm -hmm. and meditation and knowing his word right. if you don't know his language you'll miss what he's saying mm. I don't yeah. speak Italian, I don't speak Japanese, 
I can understand it by the Holy Ghost sometimes, depending yeah. on where I'm at and what's going yeah. on. Wow. But speaking it, that would be a Holy Ghost miracle right there. <laughs> wow. So we have to know the language. We have mm. to be an interpreter of his language. And you, you get to know his language through his word and through Amen. relationship with him. It's like a husband and a wife. Yeah. They they know one of his, mm. one another's language. They can mm. finish each other's sentence. They yeah. know the way each other is going with the point that, that they're right. making. You know, so yeah. if, if he loses thought, she loses her thought, he'll pick it they'll pick it right up. Yeah. You know, so yeah. be in tune and in sync in that way, um, through prayer, through meditation, through knowing his word. Mm. And then another thing for me is um being mindful of the relationships that I cultivate in my life. Mm -hmm. Because either the person is going to drive you closer to God mm. and the things of God and the call of God on your life to do more of it, or they're going to try and pull you away. Gotcha. And depending on who's stronger, that's who's going to win. Mm. And you find yourself in a tug of war and you're wondering what's going on? What is the problem? I don't do this anymore. I don't do that anymore. One or two things happen. Either God shifted and you missed them and you keep mm -hmm. trying to go back to that same to that same place and pick wow. them up when he over here now. Right. Right. Or there's somebody in your life taking your attention, taking your peace, taking your mind, taking distracting you from doing and being with God. Wow. Wow. Amen. Amen. That's so true. And I love how you um, alluded to that, like that sacred covenant relationship and, and just how powerful that is. So I love that. And so I'm not going to take up all of your time. I'm sitting here soaking it up, getting all the gym. But I'll just <laughs> ask one last question. What is something um, that you're working on right now um, something specific that people can support you with. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, so right now, I'm also a certified life coach and mentor. Okay. And so um, I'm working on rebranding and building my business. Um, I do have a downloadable printable journal, seven-day journal, Walk With God where you can write out, you know, your experience with God for that day. And mm -hmm. then on the eighth day, you literally sit and review those seven days of what has happened with your walk with God that week. You know, were you praying? Did you need help? You know, those different things. And so you can go, uh, anyone can go and purchase that and print that off. Um, I do have another a uh, principal journal on there and why the name escapes me it's called shine brighter and oh, so wow. writing down goals and dreams and things of that nature um i am in the midst of revamping and rebuilding the business but i am taking coaching clients i am uh getting ready to launch two classes uh one is teaching me how to pray for beginners Yes, those who, uh, and we'll be going from Matthew, the sixth chapter, going verse by verse, how Jesus taught the disciples mm. how to pray and what to pray, how to address God, 
how to repent, you know, all those components that's contained within that particular scripture. Uh, and I've taught this class before, and uh, one of the young ladies that's always in the clubhouse room with me, uh, Lady Tori, she raves on how it helped her to be able to pray the study techniques that I gave in that class. And then um, I've been praying about it and more than likely I'm gonna offer these two classes together. Um, and the other class is how to hear from God. Mm. Because we pray and it's like, like a, a, a man and a woman or a husband and a wife. Mm -hmm. They get that quickie and they go about their business. Mm -hmm. God, like, can I say something? Can I? Wow. <laughs> and so, so true. Teaching people how to, uh, after you've prayed, or even in the midst of prayer, laying before God, kneeling before God, and just making sure you put in that time to hear from God, because you rush off and God is saying something. And you you thinking about I gotta get to work. I gotta go right. pick so it. many thoughts. My husband is calling me. The wife mm -hmm. is calling me. I need to go by the store. What is this grocery list? And then God is saying something in between the the the, the fried chicken and the bread. And you <laughs> and you done missed the whole thing. And you're like, it. wait, what? Wait a minute, God. <laughs> And then someone comes and says the exact same thing to you and you like, wait a minute, God just said that to me. Oh my God, I missed it. Yeah, you missed it. <laughs> because you didn't take the time to sit in his presence and say, Lord, what do you have to say? There's no pen and no paper in his presence. You didn't bring it in with you. So now you got to fumble around to find something. Right. If you keep it by your bed, if you keep mm -hmm. it with you, or mm -hmm. even on your phone, record what he's saying. We got yes. all this technology. And God is like, you keep missing me because you're yes. not utilizing the, the stuff I got in front of you. Amen. Amen. I love that. Those sound like some powerful resources. Definitely please send me the link. I'm going to link them um, on these um, on the recording link. And so also I'm definitely going to get that journal because that sounds amazing. So send me the link for that and I'll make sure that I link that as well okay. because these are powerful tools and powerful resources. And like you say, we really have to start using them. We seriously have to start using them and so those are some powerful offerings that you have and so i just want to say thank you again for coming because i know a lot of people are going to be blessed a lot of people are just going to get what they need just based off this broadcast alone so i'm so grateful for you um praise god for you thank you for everything that you're doing in the kingdom and i pray that you continue to prosper the faith pusher i love it thank you Thank you. Thank you for all you know. And also, one last thing. Where can people find you online? Like, what's your preferred way for people to connect with you online? Um, to connect with me online, uh, Instagram is probably the easiest and best place to connect with me. Okay. Uh, you're seeking to uh, get on a call and see if if I'm a good fit for you for, for counseling. 
you know, it's the holiday season. Many people are going through various things. Yes. Um, so if, if you feel like you're in need of counseling, um, it, there is a cost associated with, because I am certified. Yes. But if you would like to connect with me on Instagram, if you look up the face pusher at the face pusher, you'll find me and I probably got a picture with my finger on my face or something, <laughs> okay. but that'll be me. Um, and that's, uh, I'll send you the link to that as well. Yeah. Um, and then as well, uh, if anyone is interested in the coaching services, if you send a message to me, mm-hmm. counseling, coaching, or a product okay. inside my DM, then I'll be, be able to respond and give a link to do that yes. and i'll also send you the link for those yes who uh, may be a little bit technology challenged yes <laughs> search all over the place can we just get it right here i'll send that to you as well okay thank you and i'll make sure that i uh, leave all your information in the description of the video um so people can find it and listen if you have not already heard of felicia the faith pusher go ahead and make sure that you connect with her right now okay she is going to lead you right okay i would not be sharing an interview with anybody that would not lead you in the right direction and so i'm just grateful to god for bringing her my way and make sure that you follow her make sure that you connect with her um thank you so much felicia for joining you have an amazing day and to everybody watching and listening thank you all for watching and until the next broadcast (laughs) thank you felicia you have a good one you too bye bye all right that's the end i wanted to give you all an official authentic goodbye and thank you for listening to the podcast i hope that that testimony blessed you like it did me and that you continue to listen and continue to connect with bold journal and listen if you would like to share your testimony of your faith of your bold faith please feel free to reach out and connect with me at info at breathoflifedaily.com we would love to hear it until the next podcast peace and blessings Many blessings. Thank you again for listening. You can check out this podcast at breathoflifedaily.com and you can connect and continue the conversation with Breath of Life Daily online on all social media networks at Bold Journal.